What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Cake Tea with your HBIC, Jelena Simpson. Before we get started, I just want to make sure that you are following us over on Instagram. It is HBIC squad underscore. There are new things coming to the squad. Uh, I officially announced it within the group. Announced, announced, I can speak. I officially announced in the group that we will no longer be called Head Bakers in Charge. It will be now Head Bitch in Charge. Okay, we've made the transition. There are some new things coming. I can't wait to explain to you even more about what's going to be happening. So just make sure you always stay tuned and have um, cake tea uh, saved on your podcast, uh, listening advices, devices. I Guys, I'm having like a brain fart. Devices, so that way you're always up to date on what's going on. And make sure you're following us, like I said, over on Instagram, HBIC squad underscore. And then also you can always visit the website because we do have the blog up now where we're bringing you a new blog every week. Okay, every week. And that blog will bring you uh, more cake advice, more cake uh, decorating. And when I say cake, you guys know, fill in the blank, cookies, cupcakes, whatever. And then also we'll begin going to be gearing it towards even more businesses out there, not just the um, baking business. So uh, definitely make sure you check us out all the time. But on this week's uh, Cake Tea Podcast, um, I just want to introduce you guys to somebody very special to me, somebody who means a lot to me. This is our first guest instructor, which is kind of a big deal because I didn't think when I started the cake tea that we were going to have guest instructors. And then, um, and then, and then I thought about it and I thought it would be a great idea. So now we have a new, uh, not a guest instructor, but a guest, a guest on a guest speaker. Uh, we have a guest and this is Kenrick. This is my fiance. Kenrick, do you want to say hello to everybody? Hello. <laughs> Do you want to, he's, uh, he's kind of nervous. He feels like, uh, what the hell am I doing here? Um, and for anybody who's like, oh, she done dragged her man. I did not drag my man here. Okay. He came willingly, but, uh, he's a little, he's not a shy person. He's just nervous because this is like, you know, he's not used to like talking to people. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, give me a little bit of your uh, of our background. Like, who are you to me and things like that. I mean, like you said, uh, I just so happened to be your fiancé. Just so happened? Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, can you make it sound like you didn't want to be with me? What else? Uh, How long have we been together? What, 15 years? Going on 15, 16 years? Yeah, it's going on 16. So, yeah. 15 has passed. We're yes. on 16. We're going on 16, Yeah. yeah. And today, uh, do you want to say what big thing happened in America today? Uh, inauguration? Yeah, the inauguration happened today. Um, it is the 20th of January, just so everybody knows. And how many presidents have we seen being together, be inaugurated in? It's not like, this is going to be the third one? Yeah, this is the third one. Yeah. We um, started dating... Before Obama started the campaign, and then we got to see him get inaugurated, mm-hmm. and then we got to see Donald Trump get inaugurated, and then now Biden. Biden and Kamala Harris. So that was pretty cool. I watched that today, cried my eyes out. I don't know if anybody else did. I definitely did. Um, so, uh, Kenrick, uh, let's, uh, this is now the time for me to put the spotlight on you and kind of get some, uh, sorry guys, if you guys hear my paper shuffling in the background, I apologize. Um, kind of get some, uh, insight of what you think, um, and kind of get a man's perspective, uh, on the woman entrepreneur. But before we even talk about like the woman entrepreneur, I, I thought it would be a great topic to kind of discuss like a teammate versus a partnership. Right, because sometimes we hear people say, "Hey, me and my partner," when it's their significant other, and then also we also hear other couples sometimes refer to themselves as a team. What would you think we are? I mean, the, those things are very similar. Yeah. Uh, a teammate sounds more like both people are on the field mm-hmm. and pushing the ball toward the goal, mm-hmm. or a partner. Is like that's my boy on the field and he's in the bleachers. Is that what you? That's how you see it. Like that. That's how I feel. It is. You know. Like. Yeah. It, like somebody's, like on technical terms, like the in, invisible investor. Mm-hmm. I'm a partner. Oh, I see. What you're in saying. this venture. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm necessarily doing the footwork, but I'm giving you the water. I'm giving you right. the money. Yeah. I'm a partner. Mm-hmm. But you doing the footwork. Yeah. 
Whereas we're teammate, we're both doing the footwork. We're both yeah. out there pushing. Oh, okay. See, I had a totally different perspective on it. I was thinking, like, team, to me, sounds like in order to be a part of a team, there obviously has to be a leader, right? Mm-hmm. So someone will lead. Like, either it switches, but at all times they're playing on the same team, but one or the other is going to be a team, going to be a member, and the other one's going to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And then for me, partnership, I saw as equal, you know, we do, we're, we're working on this together because in a team, people work on separate things, Right. you know what I mean? But in a partnership, it's like, no, we have one, one, one plan mm-hmm. and we're both walking that same plan together. And right. the team, the other team to me is, I think of like a basketball team, but, like you have one person trying to fake out somebody over here right. and the other person actually going to the goal over here. Regardless team or partnership, they were working toward the same common goal. I just feel like it's just different point of what you put in that energy pool I guess Mm -hmm. I think both things are equally important Mm -hmm. you know the way I see it when I was explaining to you like Mm -hmm. if you pour money into a company and that company wouldn't go nowhere without that money Mm -hmm. whereas it wouldn't go nowhere if there was nobody on the ground. Yeah. So they mutually need each other. Yeah, I get you. I get you. So do you do you see us as one over the other, or do you think at some point we're a team and some points we're partnerships? I see like it, it varies from from time to to the other. It's not whereas I feel like in different section of our life we're definitely team, mm-hmm. especially when we come to our children. I feel like when it comes to your business, I feel like I'm a partner. I'm not here on the ground with you. Right. All the time. All the time. But I definitely participate in, you know, in other ways that other people don't see. Yeah, that's true. You do. He definitely does, which is what, like, today's topic is about, was something we talked about last week, which is, like, stealing time and having to say no, like, the power behind saying no to people. Um, So, some of you know, some of you don't know, a few years ago, like, I full-on was, like, having a mental breakdown because I was, I felt like, and this, no one else put me in this position besides myself. I felt like I, I was doing everything, you know, when it came to, like, being the main parent, being like the person who had to always continuously think for everybody in the house. And sometimes that kind of gets a little exhausting. So like simple things like, you know, just as far as like if if Kenrick was, you know, taking the kids out to the park or something like that, I would be the person to like make bags of lunches for everybody and make the bag, the to-go bag. So that way he had to change the clothes and wipes and hand sanitizer and everything. Everybody had jackets and shoes and socks and everybody got everybody dressed and hair done. And, and I was exhausting myself because him taking the kids to the park was him being able to give me time to like think and do my work. But instead I wouldn't, I was still like, okay, did everybody, like, he'd come home, did everybody eat, and uh, should I cook something? You know, and I was constantly always uh, taking over, which I guess, would you say is my um, my nature to take over? Right. I mean, it's... Well, hold on, answer that question. Would I you say, say yes. That? So you're saying my nature is to take over? Yeah, bulldoze shit over. <laughs> bulldoze, okay. But, okay, so, so he, he would do that on his own, like, he started... Taking, I remember the first time he was like, I'm going to take the kids to the park. And I was like, what? Without me, I was having like anxiety. The fact that I wasn't going to be there. Because in my head, I thought no one else can do it better than me. But then I started saying no to myself. Like, no, Jelena. You will not wash these dishes. You're just going to leave them here. And he'll take care of it. It's okay if it's not the way you want it to be. But you have to trust him. Do you feel like, do you see that transition? Yeah, I mean, it took a while, I mean, for for this to happen. But it's it's not your fault on how you were raised, on on how to be like, oh, I'm, a, I'm the woman and I need to, you know, mm-hmm. do everything myself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, granted, it's great and all, but... Uh, at the end of the day, it's like 
I had a meltdown. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's not, um, it's nothing like, I'm trying to find the right words. Okay. <laughs> what, are, to... what, are the, what are the wrong words? Cause no, he... no, no. It, it's one of those things like, I mean, it, it worked out. Yeah. It's just one of those things like when, when you try to always mm-hmm. have it, you know, the way you want it. Put together, yeah. Right. Then you frazzle yourself. Yeah. And it's for something minimal. Like you brought out the thing with the park and it's like, yeah, I'm going to take care of the kids. We're going to come back from the car, from the park. We're going to be alive. Yeah. But now you, you know, handicap yourself in the things that you got to do by putting that section of your mental on focusing on us, even though we're not here. Yeah. Because um, being alive wasn't good enough. (laughs) <laughs> like for me <laughs> for me it was so. like uh okay great you guys came back alive but did you guys eat dinner oh, oh do you have the sniffles what do you mean you didn't have wipes to wipe their hands off like to me it was like i'm great that you guys are alive but there's they're dirty did we not wipe them off can we be, like that type of stuff i think the times that we noticed that we really had a good teamwork was like nighttime routine i think we got that down packed mm-hmm. because we were very much like these kids need to go to bed. Right. <laughs> so one of us would bathe the kids. The other one would grab a wet child, dry them off, clothe them, put them in bed, do their hair, and then go back, grab the other kid. And that that was a good, mm-hmm. that was always good teamwork. Like yeah. once, And then I think we just kind of worked off of that. And now that's what we do. because that, And that was, uh, I can't lie, that was hard for me. Not for Kenrick, because Kenrick is, I would say, he can be an alpha male when he wants to be. But he also knows how to talk himself to be... What's ne- What's after alpha? Beta? 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 Is it beta? Okay, we're going to no. say beta because it starts with a B. Like, I think that you're, you're the type of person who... You're like, when you're ready to be an alpha male, you'll assert yourself. And then if there's like already an alpha in the room and they're already running it according to plan, you're kind of like, cool, I'll just sit back and if anybody needs me, I'm here. Like, that's how I see you. Like, you'll, you, fit the, you, can, you can change with whatever's happening in the room. No. Do you think of yourself like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like the term like alpha and beta because both got this negative connotation to it. Do they? Yeah, because like now it's like, oh, you're alpha. Oh, you're just one of those meatheads and shit. Meatheads. Oh, okay. Or oh. like you're beta. <laughs> uh-huh. Like you're over here. Uh, you know, getting run over. And you're spending money in strip clubs trying to save bitches. What? Oh, can I? I, I don't even know if I can curse on Yes, that. you oh, can okay. curse. <laughs> I'm so confused what you're talking about. No, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just negative things. You might not be aware of it, but Mm-mm. it's just like... Explain one... to me. So, typically, when you see, you think about Alpha, it's just like, meathead or like this john wayne and he's over here out here gunning and save the girl kind of thing okay james bond okay and a beta would be like uh the guy who can't get the girl right or like the guy who's like in the house and uh his wife is always yelling him to take out the trash Uh, i see what you're saying or like he's always spending money on this this girl that's never gonna be with him and stuff like that so he's he's, always second best right he's always a try hard right and that's why i feel like that's that's not a good way a good representation of what most men can do Uh would be put into those one or two because Mm. men can be you know like a variety of things Mm -hmm. at the variety of time that when they need to be Mm -hmm. whereas like like you said like um it varies, like, say, like, oh, take care of the kids. Obviously, I'm going to take care of the kids. I don't see it like my wife told me to take care of the kids. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Or I don't see it like, oh, I'm an alpha. I told my wife to go do this, that, and third mm-hmm. because I'm the alpha. Like, I, I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. You I don't know? see it the way that you're seeing it. Like, I, or you're talking about it. The way I'm talking about it is, like, when I say, like, an alpha, I mean, like, you already have everything kind of taken care of. Like, I can walk in the house. You have already have, like, household things taken care of. Dinners made. Kids are ready to go to bed. Whatever needs to be done as far as household goes, it's already been taken care of. Mm-hmm. Whereas, what I'm 
referring like that's what I mean because for me when I have to say like I have to think for everybody in my home it's a thing where it's like if you coming to me going hey Jelena have you seen my socks and then the kids are going mom help me put my shoes on and then and then I'm running around trying to put my clothes on so it's like I'm constantly having to take care of everybody so that's when I feel like I'm the one that's the alpha at the time it's like okay everybody go left I go left but yeah. then so I'm that's yeah that's a that's a different yeah I wasn't thinking thing. about it like who's getting the most bitches uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I was definitely not thinking of it in that manner um but now that okay so that's basically some of the things that have happened like I had to kind of uh have a conversation with myself in therapy to realize that the problem wasn't Kenrick because for me I kept blaming him for reasons why I was feeling the way I was feeling like I kept feeling overwhelmed anxious nervous all the time I I couldn't think of like a single thought without having to do for someone else first and then I started realizing that it was actually me that was putting this stress on myself because he was like la 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 I don't know if you you guys ever noticed that about your significant other. Like, you're stressing out about whatever's happening, and they just come in the house like it's la la la. Oh, dishes aren't done. It's whatever. Oh, look, the rug needs to be vacuumed. It's cool. It doesn't matter. It'll get vacuumed. Like, you're very, like, casual. You don't get, like, frustrated with things like that. Would you say I get frustrated with things like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, would you say I get, like, frustrated to the point where it's like, okay, the girl done lost her mind. I got yeah, it. Yeah, like you said, a, a meltdown. <laughs> yes. It's just, uh, I mean, I don't get frustrated because I feel like when I was a kid, like, that's what I, you know, I would get in trouble for. Oh, the dishes aren't done and stuff. And I'm like, I'm grown. The, the dishes are going to get done. <laughs> right. You know, it's not, obviously, when it comes to a point where I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I'm not talking about, like, it's a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. If it's if it's like a day is there and it's piling up, I'm okay. Nobody took care. Of it, I'll take care of it myself. Like yeah. it's not this thing. Like, oh, Jelena, how dare you leave the the dishes there? Yeah, I'll just take care of it. Yeah, because I was I was very much raised that if there was a fork in the sink, that bitch better be washed and washed yeah. by hand, and dried and dried by hand and put away. Like, and the counters need to be wiped. Walls need to be wiped. Like I still clean that way. But I think I've really kind of stepped outside of myself and stopped caring about that. Do you think I kind of stopped? Well, not like completely stopped caring, but I don't, I'm not like emotionally invested in, right, I mean, I, in those things as much anymore. You're going to make it seem that we're filthy. No. <laughs> we no, have, we, we not, do care about cleaning. Yes. <laughs> Disclaimer, we are very clean people. We clean our dishes. No, I'm. what I'm trying to say is, okay. But no, nobody's trying to stab each other over the dishes. Right. So. Well, yeah. What I'm trying to say is, like, okay, as, as a woman, I was raised that those were the things that were important. Those were the things that I had to focus on, and I it was kind of embedded in my brain that no one else could take care of it better than I could, right? That no better than a woman could. And then when I got into a relationship... You, you know, when you get to a relationship, you start realizing, like, your partner oh, wasn't raised the way you were. And you guys don't have those same interests or care about those same things. And then you start kind of learning each other. Obviously, it, that learning part is a big struggle because it's like we're not trying to learn from each other. We're just trying to tell each other how to do things. And so then we had to figure out how to, like, just learn from each other. Hmm. And my thing is, is my takeaway is, is that I had to learn to be more relaxed and cavalier about simple things and washing dishes is just like an example of what I'm saying but I'm talking about like everything like you know I don't have to be up in arms if stuff isn't perfect all the time like it's okay if it's not perfect like it we can get it to there and I don't have to be psychotic about it and then what I'm, I'm also saying is like the type of person I was is that I would constantly be in the kitchen 24 7 if somebody like cooked, I just go back in the kitchen and clean because in my head I'm thinking I can't carry on with my day unless every aspect of my home is completely clean. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. So no, we're not dirty people, but what I'm trying to say is I've taken, I'm more relaxed now where it's like we're actually sitting in the studio right now and I'm looking in the kitchen and there's maybe like 10 dishes in the sink and I'm not freaking out about it. No ten dishes. There, there is ten dishes. Look, I can see three forks, two cups, oh, a giant knife. Like, 
we there's at least ten dishes and giant bowls like and my thing is is like that was that was lunch that was the kids lunch and I'm not freaking out about it because normally what I would do is I would wash dishes re- immediately right after and it's like no I feel like I kind of just want to sit down and relax and that's okay I'm not going to get in trouble it's okay I can sit down and relax mm. you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like that thing and that's I guess that's why I wanted you to be on the podcast because kind of help paint the picture of who Jelena once was versus who I am now. And the reason of that is because I feel like there's a lot of women who have gone through those emotions of having to have to be perfect all the time. Right. Because the the thing with that, with the generalization of what women supposed to do. Yeah. It's sort of like programming. Yeah. Kind of like when we program our daughter to use the party. Yeah. To use the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like the programming is so strong that even as she sleeps, she's not going yeah. to the bathroom on herself. Yeah. So that's that's what it is when we go through both men and women through our infancy, we're raised to do and believe certain things. Right. So as far as cleanliness and, and all that stuff, typically it was women, you know, you take care of the household. Yeah. You know, quote unquote uh what what people say uh men build the house and uh mm. women nest kind mm-hmm. of shit mm-hmm. so all these references from back then still carry over as it's not until like generation and generation goes back and like oh that was kind of silly yeah or like uh why you can't do this, that, and third. And those things came because there was a reason for those things back then. Yeah. Whereas back then, work was 10 times more hardiest than it is now. Right. You know, men go to work in the factory. Of course, he's not going to come home and do no dishes. Yeah. So that, that that's why I feel, I don't know if it's true, but that's why I feel like those things were came from. Mm-hmm. You know, people go work in the field and stuff or like go farming they're not going to come home and do the dishes too. Yeah. You know, so that that's how I feel like that programming started. Mm-hmm. And it still carries on today for mm-hmm. certain people anyways. Yeah. So. so let me ask you this. Okay. Because in, in our household, you're the main breadwinner. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. And you have a very intense, physical, very serious job that you do. Mm-hmm. When you come home and there's not like food cooked. And I've been home all day, working. What do you, what do you, what do you think? I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Never I, what, what I'm saying is like, do, is that something that bothers you, or you're just kind of like, eh, whatever? Yeah, I mean, if, if I wanted to eat, I would have ate. Oh, see, oh, thanks, babe. No, yeah, I guess it's just the thing, like, because for me, I've always tried to been make sure, like, okay, he's gonna come home, make sure I have food. Like I used to down to the tea, like make the bed, make it perfect, clean up the room. And now I just don't even. Like, I, I mean, notice what you care about, and you don't thing, care like, about those things. Like when I come home, especially in my profession, like the last thing I want to care about is like, I mean, I granted food and stuff, but I I take care of that. But if like the kids didn't eat, mm-hmm. or like when they were wearing diapers, they got shit diapers, running around the house and being stank. Like that would be a problem, right? You know Which what I'm not, that didn't happen. <laughs> He's like, just using that as an example. <laughs> that never happened. Like it's it's different. I don't know how other people care about how their household is, but yeah. like me personally, like especially coming home dealing with people all day, I don't I don't come home looking for yeah. You know things to be wrong in my yeah. house. You know. Yeah. So, um, as a matter of fact, the f- first thing I'm looking for is sleep. I would rather take care of everything before I go to sleep. Yeah. So you need anything? We better take care of it now. Yeah. Yeah. While I'm awake. Which is so. which is something I would say like in our relationship. Um, I would say in our relationship we've gone we've gotten really good at that type of thing. Where it's like when you come home from work and the kids are usually the first ones up already mm. playing in their room. You'll go ahead and make them breakfast right. and play with them a little bit and allow me to either just like lay in the bed or get ready and not be bothered. So 
I feel like though that's that's kind of like the the power of no that I'm trying to describe to these women, of me telling you like, hey, I need help, and not help in a way that's like. I need you to come and ask me for help, but I need you also to see some of the little minor things within our household that you could do so to give me time so I can do stuff for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I feel like that. um, Yeah, but that's different for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not... And it took us a minute to to work that out anyways. Yeah. So I, I can only imagine for other people who who don't see each other, who are even in the same room with each other, but don't see eye to eye, like, yeah. it's, it's going to be a a difficult task, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, we're not, like, a perfect couple whatsoever. We get a lot of things wrong. We get in arguments every so often. But I feel like, which I feel like you, we've had this discussion before, at least in the last three years, uh, the way that we talk to each other has changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, at least in the last year and a half, like, if we get an argument, I realized that in the last year and a half, we worked really hard on not leaving the argument where it was. Mm-hmm. That maybe we'll give each other, like, an hour or two, but we one of us will come back to each other and be like, okay, let's let's address what happened. Right. You know? Which I which I think was very helpful towards the whole, like, partnerships last team, you know, mm-hmm. team of, hey, I need... Because... And the reason why I discussed this is because, like, again, back to the power of no. I feel like the only reason you were able to hear me tell you I need help, like, I'm saying, no, Jelena, you don't need to take care of it. You need to trust him to do it, and I need the help, was because, like, the way we speak to each other has kind of shifted and changed. Mm-hmm. What do you, you think so? I, I feel like it's, an, it's a difference between then and now only for the fact that the your demeanor shifted from I'm I'm a woman hear me mm-hmm. I can take care of everything mm-hmm. to oh now I'm a woman and I guess you realize that you can't mm-hmm. take care of everything yeah so and I guess like now we're working within them those parameters then it's working out better yeah yes so i agree because i i am very much one of those people who constantly build women up i will tell a woman straight up she can do more than any other being in this entire world but it is true we can't do it all at once we can we can run it we just can't do it like, we can direct it, we just can't create every aspect of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, like, too, like, the perception that woman is, oh, we can multitask and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, yeah, that's great, but now your fucking brain melted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of the shit got done right. Yes. So that is true. It's like, yeah, it, it's it's okay to be like, Okay, for me to do this one thing to a hundred percent capacity, right. I'm gonna have to drop the other thing to seventy five percent or whatever. Right. So, do you do you um, because of the way that I've changed within our household and within our relationship of like communicating with each other and me letting go of a lot of that like stuff that would stress me out. Be- you know what I mean, like. Do you think of me any less? Like, do you think I'm incapable of doing all the things that you thought I was able to do when we got together? No, I I just feel like that question's kind of a loaded question because if you answered that horribly, I would be upset. But it's no, yeah. it's just one of those things. Like, no, I I don't think of you any less of the strong woman that that I'm wanting to be with. Yeah, you know, and that's the reason why we're together. We have two kids, anyways, but. At the same time, is you know, it's great that you can understand that you putting less on your plate mm-hmm. is not making you less of a strong woman. Make sure y'all taking notes. <laughs> no, I just thought that was a very profound statement. Like me, uh, not being able to do it all doesn't mean that I'm not 
a strong person. Right. I mean, I, you're still going to eat. You're good tell, talking about the food analogy. Like, yeah. You know, it's like you're going to, you know, soulful barbecue. You know how motherfuckers always put, like, the collard greens, mm-hmm. the mac and cheese, mm-hmm. the fucking everything on one plate. On one plate. And then that plate crumble. Yeah. <laughs> right? Usually because it's a cheap so, plate. <laughs> cheap plastic plate. So... But mm-hmm. I'm saying like you don't you don't you're still gonna eat if you yeah. just put like a little scoop of collard green. Yeah. A little you're gonna have everything. Yeah. You just gotta measure how much you can take at one time. Mm. Yeah. So. So what do you what do you feel and just in general, when you see women entrepreneurs, what do you see there could be a difference in with male entrepreneurs? What do you think women are doing that because there's, there's some things that I think about. But what are some things that you think women are doing different than men entrepreneurs? Whether it's better or not better. Uh, women entrepreneurs have more like, I don't know, there's more of a fight to the top, I guess, hmm. than, than men entrepreneurs. There's... What do you mean by that? The networking yeah. of men entrepreneurs is stronger. The web, mm-hmm. the interconnection between men entrepreneur versus woman entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Whereas women will cut several links between them. Mm. Where men will be like, hey, you know so-and-so? Hey, call him. Right. You want to you wanna do this? Call him. Right. Their network mm-hmm. is stronger I feel. Then whereas a woman was like, oh, you know, Betsy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Betsy. <laughs> but no, no, no. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. I, only I can do it. Yeah. I know you heard about Betsy, yeah. but you know, fuck her. Mm. You know, that, that kind of thing. That's yeah. how I feel. Whereas positive is I feel like women have a, a lot of education. They know a lot. Mm-hmm. They've they're willing to go forward and do the research to move forward. Yeah. You know, it, whereas men is like, they rely on brute force. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so that's how I feel like is a difference. Yeah. Where, you know, I'm not saying like that's every time no, or, yeah. or anything like that. Like, but that's from just a glance. That's how I feel mm-hmm. it mainly works. Yeah. You know, a lot of business for, for women is like, oh, I take care of hair and stuff like yeah. that. And those businesses are successful, whereas men, their businesses branch out a lot more, I feel like, toward um, not just toward the human careness, right, I guess. Right, right. So it's more like, Oh, a moving company, right. car There's, company, you right. know, that kind of thing. Not yeah. just cosmetology. Right. Or like, uh, you know, let's say cake. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's branched out. It's yeah. way more covering a totally different uh, spaces. Than, yeah. Than if you tell a woman, hey, what kind of business you do, you can more or less guess like it's probably going to be like three or four things. Yeah. You know, no, I see what you're to, saying. I see what you're saying. Because... Uh, I I've, I've definitely understand about the whole, like, women will cut the web. Mm-hmm. I definitely get that t- uh, aspect of it because... And that that's one of the reasons why I created HBIC was because it was like, why in the world? And I don't know if this is going to be a conversation forever. I mean, this was a conversation when I was a kid. I remember hearing grown-ups talk about this. Why in the world is it when a woman is succeeding, she doesn't want to carry other women along with her to help them succeed? And then what I've noticed also is if it's a black woman, speaking as a black woman, if it's a black woman succeeding, she she doesn't want to bring another black woman with her to succeed because somehow in our brains we've been told that there's only going to be one black survivor mm-hmm. and it's going to be me. You know what I mean? And then I've, because what I've noticed, those those things have happened to me. Like there's black women that, I thought, like, had my best interest at heart, but really they were trying to keep me, you right. know, at, at a certain level. You know what I mean? So they made sure that 
my web didn't crawl to them. Right. It was like, no, we're gonna cut that. We're gonna keep you right down there because I don't I want mean, you it's to, like, to grow. All all these movies, like I mean, when uh, when you like you those hood movies, yeah, and like oh we eating we eating fam. If yeah. I eat, everybody eating in right. the hood. What's 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 that saying for, yeah. for women? That's not it's, so not, it's, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's non-existent because we're constantly always fighting each other instead of working with each other. And then the other aspect of it is like, yeah, women businesses tend to focus more on the, um, physical and mental care. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like even like, I mean, I don't, uh, to be honest with you, cake decorating and baking, uh, even though that started in the kitchen with, you know, slaves and they were in there baking and then they were teaching the little white children to bake and cook and who also was in the room with their grandmother and stuff like that. Like, that was a very much woman thing to be in the kitchen. But publicly, it was a man's world. You know what I mean? Uh, chefs were always men. You know what I mean? Like, there was no women chef. They, they wouldn't have that in a restaurant. And then, um, and then there was no women, uh, who were the head bakers at the, like chef head bakers Mm -hmm. at certain restaurants either. It was always men. That was like the big thing. So women now coming into the baking world and like fully taking that image back over, we have like, and I mean publicly taking it back over. Like it's not just our grandmothers in the kitchen teaching us how to bake. It's like, Mm -hmm. we are on TV. We're out there making book deals. We're out there being a face of it. So I see that, to me, I see that as one of those businesses, like a moving company. I think the difference is, is because you're so drawn in, because you and you're with me and I've been in the cake world and you see how I gear my, my life towards women. I think you just assume that it's very like foo-foo, like frou-frou, like it's, you know, cute and adorable and it's cake, but. Not, not necessarily. I just, it's just one of those things like, you know, when I look at. You know, I read finance and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you know, it's just known that when you look at finance and who bringing money into yeah. the big, you know, part of finance of the United States, a lot of that money yeah comes from black women yeah black yeah. women in particular because they create a lot of businesses yep they you know there there are a lot of black women that go to school. And actually, you know, graduate and start businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of that money come from them. So, but when you read deeper and longer, it's one of those things like, how long do those black businesses stay afloat? That's true. How long, you know, it, all that stuff, when you keep reading, Yeah. you know, you people read just the headline and don't go further, but it's when you keep reading, you start looking at the statistics, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. No, yeah, I think... Um I have, I think women, uh, so what I was going to say to you, because I said I had a lot of ideas of what I felt the differences between men and women. Um, what I've realized is that when women entrepreneurs are working on their businesses, mm-hmm. they're always constantly looking for that support where it's like, hey, I need to know that I don't, I'm not alone in this, like mm-hmm. that I'm not the only one who feels this way about building up my business. You know what I mean? And then uh, I noticed like male entrepreneurs, they may feel the same exact way the woman feels, but they won't go looking or even express. You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel. Because at the end of the day, it's, I don't want to sound like a dismissed feeling and it's like this non-existent thing, Mm -hmm. but feelings are never going to give you something that's tangible in your hands. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. So. I agree with that statement. When you when you say a man is like, oh, I'm looking for the feeling of somebody wanting to, he knows that that's not going to make it happen. Right. Excuse me. So, I just drank some soda. I apologize. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's probably why that. Yeah. There's that disconnect and. What the way the women see it and the men see it. No, I think I think that's a very. Uh, I'm I'm so happy you even said that, because I know there's a few women in the HBC squad who feel that by looking for and again we're a community of women who support each other, but they feel like if they don't have that community of people that they can't make it. And 
what I'm constantly trying to express to them is like, fuck people. Like, it doesn't matter who is behind you. If you have no one cheering you on or if you have a whole room of people cheering you on, at the end of the day, it's you that have to kind of get yourself to mm-hmm. that plan, right? What? And that's like, and that's what that's the big difference I see. I do see men struggling with the same things we struggle with as women. That, but I feel like women are, we say it more out loud, what we're struggling with. We we're okay with like screaming out loud, like, I'm having a mountain breakdown. This is driving me crazy. I need a self care day. Where men won't do that. They won't say I'm struggling. And stuff like that. But it is, it's part of the programming I was talking about earlier. Yeah. It's... Th- those things are based in you for, for a reason. Like, if if a man was pissing and moaning about he can't push through all the time, that's not attractive. <laughs> like, you True. you wouldn't you wouldn't get with a man that's like, oh, my life, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to function today. That, that that's, shit... Uh, that's, that's actually quite interesting that you're even saying that because it's like... That double standard, it's like, if a woman wouldn't want to get with a man who's talking about how he can't do it, you know what I mean? Why would a woman want to put that energy out loud, too? Right. You know? But then also, it's another thing where it's like, if your focus is to get with a, is to have a relationship. Because I think for me, in my, in within my business... When I think about the business I'm doing and if I can do it and I can't do it, I'm not thinking about if you're going to love me any less. No, I'm not talking about just relationship-wise. I'm talking yeah. about, like, just the basis of what you're programmed to be, like, as a man or as a, a, a woman. As a man, you're programmed to be, like, the earth is not going to move unless you make it move, mm-hmm. right? So, you crying is not going to make it move. Yeah. You actually have to put the effort right nothing nothing is deserved yeah you put the effort and then you get something you get a small effort you get a small you know it's that kind of thing it's kind of like the what's that shit force whatever einstein made i forget what What? but like (laughs) you know kind of like in science the amount of force you put into something yeah, yeah so that's that's the way life works. Yeah. Like you, the amount of effort you put into something is what you get back. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like men are programmed to accept that, mm. whereas women are programmed to be like trying to fix it. Not not even to fix it. It's just they were never programmed to put that effort. Mm. So now because you, because so now, so. What are you saying is like, sorry for interrupting. You think because we're not programmed to put that effort automatically, that now we kind of have to, we're now working through how to program ourselves. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a weird wiring happening yeah. in in this modern generation where you got to work for yourself. You got to, you know, be a businesswoman. You got to go to school and, and uh, you know, be valedictorian and shit like that to yeah. prove, to prove yeah. that you can do it. Yeah. So, whereas men had to deal with that their whole life since they're, they're yeah. children. Yeah. Whereas women, you know, when they're children or whenever, I don't know when that transition happened. When, <laughs> you're like, I don't know about women <laughs> and what happens when you're younger. When uh, they're like, oh, you got to start working, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of women get frazzled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, shit, I got why I'm not getting help. This is not, uh, it's not working. This mountain is not moving. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. I think you're right about the reprogramming. Like as a, that's why I said, I I don't know if it's every, for everybody, but for me, the way my parents raised me, specifically my father, it was, I didn't need a man to do anything for me. And if I did have him do it for me, it's because that's where the place I wanted him to be at. I wanted him to do those things, which is true. That's exactly how I, how I think and act. And that's what my father installed in me. And then as I got older and I think I'm a little bit of the opposite where as I got older, that's when I realized like, okay, all of these other women things that, that you've been in, instructed that to take care of in life, you don't actually have to take care of it and you can let those things go. You know, like I feel like my dad gave me maybe 20% of what he would give his sons. You know what I mean? Like I got 20% of, hey, you got to work hard in order to move mountains. You know what I mean? You got to push. You got to get it together. But hey, also 
you know, your man's going to be tired, so make sure you watch the children. Like, he gave me 20% of what he would give his children, his, his male children. And then when it came to, like, the woman's side, I got the 100%. So I'm always constantly fighting, like, oh, I'm, I need to make moves so I can move the mountain. But shit, um, I got to let my man sleep. I got I to gotta, I gotta tend to him. I got to do for him. I got to make sure my household's okay. Because I do that at 100%. And I think maybe last year, just from being stuck in the fucking house with everybody, I was like, fuck these dishes. But the, <laughs> fuck that's the reason why that is, 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 is like, relationship I've messed up now. Yeah. Right? Because back then, your dad was teaching you, trying to be progressive. Right. And at the same time, being conservative. Yes. You know, that's, that, that's really what happened. Which is confusing as shit. Exactly. It's confusing. Because it at the same confusing. time, it's like, oh, you're my princess. Somebody's going to take care of you. Right. But, hey, you don't need nobody to exactly. take care of you. So it's like, exactly. what, what are you supposed to take that out of that? literally exactly how my relationship with my dad is. Like, he'll call. You know how my dad is. He'll call and he'll be like, oh, I'm so fucking proud of you. Look at you. Just get shit done. And then in the same breath, he'll go, where are the kids? And I'll be like, oh. Uh, they're with Kenrick. He took him to the park or something. He's like, he's not tired? You're not going to let him sleep? Like, what? What? Like, wait a minute. In one breath, you're telling me how proud of I am, uh, how proud of you, I I mean, how proud you are of me. And then in the same breath, you're going, well, why aren't you doing the woman's work? Why is your man doing it? And it's like, what the f- <laughs> Sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> in order for me to even be successful for to get this phone call from you, I have to let go of quote unquote women's work. And I have to say no to it and stop thinking of it as just a woman's job to mm. take her children to the fucking park and to, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for that. I just think that's just how he was raised. You know what I mean? Which is what he brought into his relationship. He mm-hmm. was always like the hard ass at work. He's a military man. So it was like, you know, no. your bed had to be squared away three meals a day. Everything's washed. Everything's clean. Your shirts are tucked in. Like, literally, my dad would make us right. tuck our shirts in. Like, that type of strict personality. But then at the same time, he's like, oh, but I want my daughter to be independent. Oh, but uh, don't forget about your man, daughter. Like, that's... Right. <laughs> it was like, wait, who do you want me to be? I'm confused. Um, okay, great. Well, I... Uh, well, before we close up this conversation, I first wanted to say thanks for coming on, babes. I appreciate you. Um... Do you want to get about your Instagram? You want to hand? No? no? No. Okay, he wants to move in secret, y'all. Don't be going to look for his ass, okay? Um, anyways, but uh, so at the end of each podcast, I ask a, uh, a what I call a secret question because you've now made it to the end, so you can mm-hmm. hear the secret question. So on last week's podcast, we're going to answer the question, which I felt like it was completely perfect, the fact that on you were going to... last week? Yeah, so last, not last week, the week before. I dropped the podcast, and at the end of it, I asked the question, mm-hmm. right? So on this podcast, we're going to go ahead and answer that question and then ask another secret question. Okay. So the last podcast question was, where are you versus where your raggedy ass exes? Which I feel like is like a great topic. A great question to ask, specifically because now you're on this podcast, so which you're my current partner. Um, so I'll answer that first. I don't know <laughs> where my ex is. And I'm not going to say that he's raggedy. I'm not going to say that about him. Um, but his ass was kind of raggedy. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, I don't know where he is. The last time I knew anything of him is he got married maybe a year and a half after him and I separated. And that was it. Like, And the only reason I refer to him is because he was the one that I was in a long relationship with. And the, and the girl you were in a relationship with before we got together, you were in a long relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know where he is. Uh, I, don't, I, never, I don't know. Like, I've never seen him on social media. Um, his friends are still my friends on social media, but we don't really interact. Um... But last time, what, oh, and he was, he was becoming a corrections officer. Oh, he had became a corrections officer in, I think, Miami-Dade. And then that's, that was it. But, yeah, I w- would never go back. That's why I'm with you. Hmm. Anyways, go answer the question. We're just, like, staring at each other <laughs> in, this, um. in this entire podcast. Go ahead. So where, where, where are you at? Oh, and where I am is I'm here in Georgia. With two kids now, and a whole other man, a whole other great man. 
But anyways, you go ahead. So where are you versus where your ex is? Um, I don't know where. I guess she's still living in Florida. I think she's a nurse now. Okay. And um, I don't know. I'm here in Georgia with two kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, let me just say that obviously it's a, clearly a step up because she was kind of crazy. But... <laughs> so you don't think I'm crazy? Not to that degree. Yeah. She was kind of... I'm crazy, but well, I she was a little... She cool, did cool. some... She definitely did. <laughs> I don't know about now since she's in... Since Maybe she grew so, up. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't so. handle rejection. Yeah. No. It's not that she couldn't handle rejection. She couldn't handle you being happy. Maybe that's true. Yeah. No, not maybe. I, that's full on true. She couldn't handle you being happy. I understood her anger but she couldn't handle you because I, I was gonna be like <coughs> rejection i'm like she left Come yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no i i know but still t- for me the way i see it knowing the background story and having seen some of it go down is that she <clears throat> the rejection was is that you weren't like google for her anymore hmm. you know what i mean you guys had a very long relationship and it was always that back and forth like we argue we get together we argue we get together but. and you weren't trying to get together because you found a woman a real woman. Stop playing around with these little girls. Anyways, okay. let me stop playing. Um, all right, so uh, let me ask the secret question. The secret question is... Um, oh, here, you want to read the secret question? <clears throat> what's, oh. a, mm-hmm. what's a secure you never... Secret. What's a secret? What's a secret you never hold... <laughs> told. Told Oh, my spouse? God. <laughs> what's a secret you've never told your spouse? Okay, like a, this one... What? You're like, "Mm -mm, I'm not answering that question. (laughs) He doesn't want to answer that question. But anyways, that's for the next podcast. Mm -hmm. So in order to hear the secret that I possibly have never told you before, you may want to listen to the next podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, good or bad, it's just, maybe Uh, maybe not even a secret. What's something you've never told your spouse? I kicked out this house. Who get kicked out? Chabu, let me go ahead and end this podcast before uh, we start brawling in here. But again, it is your HBIC, Jelena Simpson. Thank you for coming again for another podcast here with Cake Tea. Thank you to our guest, our first guest. We really appreciate you. I know you were a little bit nervous and hesitant to even like get out your point. You know what I mean? Like I felt like you were kind of scared to like not say the wrong thing. But I think you did great. And uh, we can't wait to have you back. Can I get a high five? Thanks. Um, So appreciate you, Kenrick. Love you. Can I get a kiss? Thanks, babes. Um, But yeah, make sure you guys are following us over on HBIC Squad underscore on Instagram. Visit the website, HBICSquad.com, so that way you guys can see the blog where we're giving out tips and tricks and all the good things out there. And just remember that you can say no, and it's all about communicating with your partner, so that way you guys can get on the same page, so that way you can be better off in your entrepreneur path of what you're trying to do. Um, I will catch you guys on the next Cake Tea. I'll see you guys later. Bye.